back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, welcome back, Heart of Husker. I'm joined with another Husker with a big heart, Kenny Cheatham. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show, my friend. What's happening? I was talking to Harrison in the first segment about uh, just his his thoughts on the game. So I asked you your thoughts on the game. Uh, man, offensively, we play really well. I mean, excuse me, let me get corrected. I thought the first half up into the landslide was a solid, some solid football. It was almost, it was a stalemate. And then the bottom fell out within that last five minutes where you had the fumble, the delay game, the interception, the run out of bounds, which put them up 13 to zero going into halftime. I thought the defense played well. Um, eventually, you know, as anyone who watches football, you can't keep them on the field like that. Even though the time of possession was pretty much identical, it seems that we were we were off the field faster than them, and our defense eventually broke. And the score ended up being what it was. And like I said, like I called it last week, and I told you, I said 34-24 Colorado. Because of what I what I saw the previous week in Minnesota with the turnovers. And I said, if I'm correct, it's going to depend on how the QB plays and if he cuts down those mistakes. And we saw what happened. So okay, so it, 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 it was it was heartbreaking, bro, to, to watch because you know, we know what Colorado means to us. That, that was that. Well, talk we about like, that real quick, like Kenny. It. Talk about that real quick, Kenny. We don't like Is it, it a rivalry? You know what? It's a rivalry. It's it's a difference between the rivalry with Colorado and Oklahoma and Nebraska. The Oklahoma-Nebraska rivalry is we respect each other regardless win, lose, or draw. You know what I mean? It's it's that respect there. Uh, Colorado has always been disrespectful because they conjured up it being a rivalry to where they had this hate. So, okay, we're going to have this hate towards you. And it was vicious. Uh, remember in 96, I think they were doing something on the end. We were in the locker room. Remember they came in there and told us? And, you know, it was going to be a problem. So, I mean, it's just a disdain for Colorado. It is a rivalry. doesn't have the rich history as OU in Nebraska, but it is a rivalry. Now, I'm going to ask you one more question before I go to Johnny. Because you alluded to it. If any team had gone out there and got on the end. And, that, and and again, different strokes for different folks. I'm only speaking about the history of Nebraska football because I'm going to ask Johnny, who played in a different era than we did, the same question. So if someone had got on that end, I'm gone. It's your senior year, Kenny. What do you do? They're on the end. No, nah, they wouldn't do that. That's going to be a problem. That's disrespectful. It's Why? a problem. Why? Why is it? Because pretty much, I mean, it's a difference between us standing there behind each other, you know, uh, running plays or whatever, fielding punts and stuff like that. But you gathering your home team on the middle of our field like it's your field? Nah. Mm. Nah. 
This is this, ain't, this you, ain't your house. This ain't your well, house. If you and if you are gonna do that, you better be ready for a fight. Yeah, you see it all the time. What's what what happens most of the time when other teams do that? There's an issue. When Florida State, Miami, and all those teams used to go out, it was in the middle of the field. The people were on their logo. Johnny, you watched the game. Give me your thoughts on just overall the game. Well, <clears throat> I think we got out Fox. We're talking about two programs that had a high transfer portal. It shows you the inability to spot talent, to bring in talent, to nurture talent. Um, the old model is dead. And as long as we are using the old model, what is the old model? The Clemson, the Alabama, uh, that kind of model, it won't work today. Coach Prime is beating people at in a different way. He's using the NIL. He's using his image and likeness. Um, every time he do a commercial, every time he bring attention to the program, he's recruiting. Okay. So, it but wait, was Johnny, I'm a, Johnny, hold up. I'm not going to let you get off the subject. Give me what you thought of the game, the, the good, the bad, the ugly. Of the game first. Let's talk straight game. The good is this. Nebraska showed heart, but it takes more than heart to win a football game. Okay, the bad. Might have lost him for a little bit there. Kim, you here though, right? Yeah, I'm here, bro. I'm here. Okay, they got him spinning. But anyway, um, yeah, I really wanted to hear that because, <laughs> I mean, I just think we should always talk about the game. That's the most important piece of the puzzle talking Nebraska football as a fan, as a commentator, as media, whatever you want to call yourself. If you're a Nebraska person that follows Nebraska football, you need to be more informed on what's going on on the field. Yeah. So, the defense played well, bro. I, I honestly thought they played well into the landslide, which was which wasn't their fault. You can't put them in bad position like that. You know what I well, mean? It is I looked at the drive chart, man. They they probably had five possessions on our side of the field. Mm-hmm. Like at the 29, the 13, or whatever it was. I don't know exactly. Yeah, they had, they had one they at had the 30, 30 and the uh, uh, thirty and the 19. So like right there, that's guaranteed six points as long as they don't fall backwards or turn it over. You're just putting your defense. You're, you're not guaranteeing a goose egg right there. Uh, I mean, you're spotting them two free field goals. And, we, I mean, we talked about a lot, but you just could not – help those guys get a breather either. They're just constantly mm-hmm. on the field. And Colorado with the elevation. Well, it was a tell – again, it was a tell of two halves, if you ask me, right? Mm-hmm. The first half, it was a great battle. We had a chance to – we had a chance to silence that bolder, crazy crowd. Remember? We had a chance to go up 3 nothing. 
Yeah. And, and, and we didn't convert. And so if you're going to go up three, if you, if you get all the way down there, you do a great job running the ball. One, you're running into the end zone. Number two, you have to convert it into points, especially mm-hmm. when you're on the road. Because yeah, can't miss road, those opportunities. Yeah, hostile environment. But, but but here's but here's what I said about the field goal that we missed, and you can you can you'll probably agree with this. Did you or didn't you or did you not say? Even though he missed, we have a kicker that can make that kick. This one just missed. Going back from what we've been in the past, the last couple of years in regards to field goal kicking. Well, yeah, I, I like yeah, I, I, I like I like Ivano, but I'm not convinced yet because you gotta hit you gotta hit those those shots have to be automatic. Right, but but you get what I'm saying. It's a difference than last year where when you rolled out a kicker, you were like, nah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though, Kenny. Have we fallen so low that Coach Osborne was making $125,000 to be the head coach of the team, never really took raises, and and put in the work? And the work, you know how you when you put in the work, the work should be – you should be able to witness the work on the football field, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You should be able to see what you guys are doing in practice. If a if a player of mine has a fumbling problem, don't I have to work with him? Yeah, I mean, isn't that my job? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Do I just forget about him and bury him on the bench? Nah, you work on that. You get that corrected. That's that's coaching. That's what coaching is. Big time. I mean, you you, I you coach that. every aspect of the game. That's what it is. You well, work on you, that. You know, I have my share of drives, Kenny. My senior year, right. and I ain't gonna make no excuses about that. I had my share of drops my senior year, but and and at some point they had to go away from me and say, "Okay, VJ is it's in his head." But I still was able to contribute to the team by blocking and being and having some some senior leadership. You know what I mean? It just wasn't over for me. Thank the Lord that I just wasn't a receiver. You know, but and, and when right. I say that, I mean if you yeah, even that receiver back then, if you couldn't block, you not playing. <laughs> right. So, 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 Kenny, you know, I was there, and and it, the atmosphere was unbelievable. It felt like old time sake. Wow. Um, when you think about the second turnover, okay, because the second turnover happened in the first half, right? So, mm-hmm. do you, as a coach, keep that player in the game? Do you put him on the bench? What do you do with a guy is struggling? Wow. Most of the time, I know at running backs, they pull them. Uh, with quarterbacks, if it was me, I would have pulled them mm. and put in the backup for a series to let him see what's going on, to find out what's going on with Millie, just for a check and coach him up on the sideline. Mm. That's what I would have done. I would would have would speak to the player to see where they're at mentally because sometimes you can you can get an idea where they're at. You they could have been rattled, you know what I mean. But you need to be able to coaching that person up to get them back going to where they need to be to you know running your your offense. So that's what I would have done. I mean, we've all made our share mistakes on the field. I mean, 
Heck, I made a mistake in 96 against uh, Michigan State on the on the reverse. Bobbled the ball. I was distraught on the sideline. Came over there, got coached up, went back in, went caught the slant and go. But you know what I mean? It it took me from being in a place where I'm distraught and I'm rattled to, okay, let me get back focused. You know, make sure you look at it, make sure you do this and that, you know, correct it. That's what coaching is, man. Coaching isn't just Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yeah, so – what was it a defender that kind of stood out to you? Oh, 11. I like uh the safety singleton, I like uh Newsom, and I like uh what's Brown Omar Brown, yeah, yeah. yeah. We played, bro. I mean, the defense was dope, man. They played well, they, they really played well. They were on that boy tail. He had some, you know, the, the long pass after interception. They didn't get to him on that one, which gave the guy, the, the youngster, the chance to run all the way across the field to catch the ball. And if you watch the replay, they're shifting one way, and he runs right behind the corner and safety, you know, in that area, catches a touchdown. But you're going to have that, those type of plays where someone gets open, especially when the quarterback has that much time. You, you can't expect the DBs to hold that long. Yeah, this is going to break. Colorado did it, and they do. They did it against TCU. They do a great job mm-hmm. at the scramble drill. Mm-hmm. Scramble drill, I think, to them is just another play. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's now. It's like killed man. It's like just let's go, right? Yeah. Get open. I'm a hit. <laughs> right. You know, because I you, you, have you ever been a part of a game, and I think I asked you, but I want to ask again: Have you ever been a part of a game where you that we've gotten eight sacks and lost the game? No. How does that happen? And Harrison, listen, feel free to chime in, Harrison, because I want to hear what you guys say as well. Yeah, It happens because our ineffectiveness on offense and turnovers. Yeah, sorry, VJ. I was actually doing the math trying to figure out where these turnovers got out of hand, and I I do have that ready. Oh, no, no. Okay, well, you keep keep going, Harrison. You let me know when you do, (laughs) and I'll, I'll come back to you in a minute here. Yep, you bet. Uh, it, it, we, you know what? I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to throw it to break. But before we do, Kenny, uh, I want to thank everybody out there for listening to Heart of a Husker. Uh, we will be coming on. We will be hitting you up every Monday night. We'll have a different Husker on. We might have Kenny on. We're going to try to see if we can't get Kenny rolling where he's on, doing his own thing as well. But uh, I just want to thank the uh, Nato companies. I want to thank uh, Inland Rail. Get down there. They got great, great food. And it's just a great atmosphere. They're going to be ho- they're going to be the Husker home for all of the games. If you want, you know, if you're in Omaha and you want to go somewhere and watch the game and have seven, eight different places to choose from to eat, you want to go to the to the rail, to Inland Rail. Okay, and I'm gonna get the name right. I'm, I think I'm a little jacked up, but I'm jacked up, but I'm gonna get it right. Okay, so <laughs> we'll see you here in a minute. We're gonna throw it to break when we do. Harrison's gonna have my information. Kenny gonna be right back with us and see if we can get Johnny back on the line. If not, we're going to keep it moving. Heart of a Husker with Brashawn Jackson, and I'm with Kenny Cheetah. We'll be right back.